It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The last pod we did, we previewed the offseason. We talked about the defensive coordinator spot and Two of the main guys got jobs already. So I know. I guess I guess Vance Joseph and Jim Leonard will not be the Eagles defensive coordinator. Let's take them in the order they happen. Jim Leonard, your thoughts on missing out? Obviously, you were higher on him than than Joseph. Yeah, I mean, it's a little weird he's missing it because of because of a hip problem. I mean, if you would have told me all the reasons that they weren't gonna hire Jim Leonard, him having hip surgery would have been pretty low down the list of uh of ways that he wasn't gonna take the job. I mean, look, if he if he can't do the job, he can't do the job. And if he can't, if he doesn't feel he's ready to take on the responsibility because of a health issue, there's really nothing you can say about that. It, it is what it is. Now, I do wonder if he just didn't want the job, you know, not to diminish a hip injury. I've been lucky enough never to, to need hip, hip surgery. But I mean, the season's a few months away. I don't know. It's like he's playing. He's just coaching. I've seen coaches ride on, uh, on, on, you know, carts and stuff to, to get the job done. But yeah, regardless, it's like a pretty lame excuse is the point. Yeah, it's it Liter- like literally just, and figuratively. Yeah, the job, the job just wasn't for him. Now, look, I mean, I think he has a lot of the same concerns that that we talked about in the last pod. Like, I would have been high on the hire because I like the excitement of it. I like it's new. It's you know, I, I it's I, I like the the newness of it and the fact that he's not a retread, but, but he would have also never coached at this position in the NFL. And he would have never even really coached at a high position at all in in the NFL. Now he did play, but ultimately when you're going to have an offensive head coach in Sirianni, someone that's not involved in the defensive side of the ball, you're going to want a head coach or a defensive coordinator that, you know, ideally has some experience. So now we can get into Vance Joseph, like as much as Vance Joseph wouldn't have excited me. Cause I'm not into retreads and the defense has been hot garbage with him uh, as a coordinator. 
at least he's been a coordinator and I feel like the, the floor on him is high. So, so that's, you know, look, they're not hiring either of them, but I think that's the interesting kind of line the Eagles have to walk with these defensive coordinator or with the defensive coordinator hiring. You want somebody that is up, up and coming, you know, someone that's well thought of someone that other teams want like Gannon. Gannon was viewed that way when he was hired. But I also think because they're a win now team, I mean, when they hired Gannon in 2021, they were not a win now team. They were a young coaching staff. I mean, Lurie said it to Nick when they hired him. We're excited for the coach you can become. I think they viewed Gannon that same way. They're not in that boat anymore. Like this team is expected to, to if not win the Super Bowl, compete for a Super Bowl next year. So there will be no time for growing pains on the job. And that would be my concern with a younger guy like a Jim Leonard. And it's why I would have seen the benefit of Vance Joseph but ultimately he's going to Denver. So I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think if I had to bet on it right now, I think I'd go back to where we were at the beginning and, and, and end up at Denard Wilson. Um, but we'll see. Are well, there so, any other, so I don't know are there you... any other, are there any other um, like um, to the Vance Joseph point, are there any other seasoned guys out there that you think there is still a chance they could be interested in? Well, so real quick, all the other um, guys are like the Michigan guy and, and Denard and stuff like that. Well, did you see the Georgia guy? So apparently they interviewed and the Georgia the guy. Ge yeah. The Georgia defensive coordinator, uh, Glenn Schumann. Um, you know, look, I'm not a huge college football guy. I know Georgia's defense is really good. So that would be the extent of my knowledge. I mean, look, there's also the fact that he coached Jordan Davis. He coached N'Kobe Dean. He could end up coaching. But, you know, potentially the Eagles' next first-round pick if they're able to somehow get Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle. Well, they're Adam, not getting Jalen Carter. They're not going to get him. Well, but look, I mean, if he falls it's to gonna six. It's going to be like that. Like, you know, what? He's going to be. No, I, look, I'm saying like who knows. Pick. Like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. He's going to he's gonna be out of their range. But I'm just saying that he, look, he's coached a lot of the players that are going to be in the NFL on the defensive side of the ball. So I think But it the, goes look, against what you just talked about. I mean, exactly, guy, like, yeah. And especially, like, at Georgia, like, yeah, he's coached some great defenses. They have had, like stayed five first round picks a year ago. Like he right. has had some studs playing defense for him. Like, so, I don't know, you know? So our, our, our guy uh, in the chat, uh, dank burrito, I guess that's going to say that name. It is what it is. He look, he says, so let's get a guy who's, <laughs> he said, let's get a guy who's not new, but experienced and also young. Right. So like, I get it. I get that you're looking for a rare kind of combination here. And I know that that's why Jim Leonard and Vance Joseph were very different candidates. Right. And so, it really comes down to like, what's the top quality you're going to prioritize in a coordinator? Are you going to go with someone who's experienced, but has probably, you know, had some version of failure at the NFL level if they're available right now? Or are you going to go with somebody that is not experienced, but you like the upside and you think they're a better coach? Like of those two, which would you pick? I guess I, I personally would probably go with the inexperienced guy. I was just highlighting the fact that the, the job now is much different than it was in 2021 or yeah, 2021 when they were making the hire. Now you have to come in and almost, you, you pretty much have to be ready right away. Although honestly, with how good the offense should be, realistically, you Stop really need with your defense. Doesn't you, you, matter. Really, yeah, you really like, only you, need the defense to be good in one game. So like you, he basically, he basically has a whole regular season just to figure it out. And then at that point, just be great in the, uh, so in the Super Bowl. Far. Like the nah, I mean, look, I know defense matters somewhat, but do I'm you, just saying. Do you? Well, but I'm saying like, look, no one thought Gannon did a great job and they made the Super Bowl with, with their defense, right? So yeah, ultimately. they had studs at every position practically. Like you're losing those guys. That's the whole right. thing we talked about. That's the whole issue. Like they are losing dudes. All right, so they're, they're, they're the going to have the amount of studs on defense. Like you need a defensive coordinator who can help 
you know, do something right. like that. So Sean Desaia, uh, this is brought up from Drew Ballas in our chat. Should have brought should have brought Sean up earlier. He would be a nice combination. Has experience, you know, relatively young. He the Drew brings up in the chat has experience under Pete Carroll. Um, so that that there would be some excitement level to that. I just like, I don't know. It's maybe it's because of my defensive thing. I, I it's it's a tough position to hire for because of where they're at. But ultimately, I just don't think a defensive coordinator will decide. You just don't care. Season. You're just, yeah. you are so. I mean, where where are you at? Where are you at with it? Like, what do you want? In accordance, I I think Drew makes a good point. Decide does kind of fill a lot of boxes, but I I would be lying if I knew enough about these young guys to really right. have a strong opinion on it. Like I don't know. Like my thought on the Georgia guy is got a lot of studs there, but he might be a, a great defensive mind. Like I don't know. You know, I don't watch Georgia's defense super closely, so I ideally like someone who has some sort of a track record again for a team that is like you said, a Super Bowl or bust team, win the Super Bowl or bust, rephrase right. it, win the Super Bowl or bust team. Like, And knowing that while, you know, there are still legitimate pieces on defense that are going to are gonna be really good, you know, Hassan Reddick is still an eagle, but, you know, they're going to lose guys. This is a defense that had a lot of talent all over the field, had a lot of depth in a lot of spots, and now you're going to have to hope that Jordan Davis is ready to play. You're going to have to hope that Kobe Dean's ready to play. You're going to have to hope that, you know, whoever they pick, Potentially, whoever they take take with the tenth pick is someone who can contribute right. early on. Like, so I, I do feel like, I, and it's part of the reason you know me and a lot of people never believed in Gannon, is that you know I I, I do think they're going to need more from their defensive coordinator this year. Like, I think their defensive coordinator is going to well, have they want him as much talent than yeah. he was they last year. That's talent. my point. So you need to you need a better coordinator. You know, coordinator is going to going to do a good job because he's not going to have the same amount of talent there. And and unlike you, I do think defense still matters. So. so I think if it came down to it, if I had to pick between experience and upside on the defensive side of the ball, I would pick upside because that's kind of the, the gamble they took with Gannon. Now, Gannon was the best defensive coordinator candidate God, on the market. What a loser. He was, loser. but he was the best defensive coordinator on market when he was hired. And ultimately, I know, I know. But but ultimately, ultimately, I will go I'll with I'll upside. never get tired of that, by the way. I'll I know. never get tired I, it's, of that. I don't get why people are upset about it. Like, you know, it's a. I don't upset, know. it's just hilarious. He looks not like upset, he, right? But people yeah. think. He's I just, a loser. Yeah. Yeah, he's well, such, he's not he's a goober, he's a loser. And I know we called Sirianni that, but again, like we didn't have two years of getting to know Nick Sirianni before we right. saw that press conference. Like we've two I years don't think Gannon has the it factor the way Nick does. I'll put it no, that way. No, no. I, just I, I don't think like, he does. He just is awkward. Like he seems awkward with people. Like Jonathan Gannon is not seen like he's like like a, well, a, a, a chill that? hang. You know what I mean? Like Sirianni, well, as we've talked about many times on this pod, like I think me and him would be super good buddies. Yeah. And crush Sirianni is a good hang. Sirianni is a good Awesome. For sure. Like Jonathan Gannon looks like you're sitting there and awkward the whole time. You're like trying to get conversation going. There's start and stop. And then he says something weird. And you're like, that was weird. Like he just seems like a weird dude. I don't, I don't disagree. I, I like, I, again, I've always said this <laughs> about <laughs> Nick yet. Well, let me, all right. So let me ask you this. Like how, where when do you feel like they need to have a coordinator by? Because the combine is next week, and I don't. That's it's not the point. end of the world, but like they are going to start free agency decisions. They are going to start looking at these draft picks, and I don't know if you're hiring. It, look, well, I'll take it back. You are going to pick players based off your coordinator, what type of system he's going to run, and and how like what skills he prioritizes, and all of those things. So. I, you know, I remember when the Sixers didn't hire um, Brett Brown for a while, and people made a big deal out of it, like. 
and that was silly. This is a different situation. I do think they need to make this hire, you know, semi soon. Again, like the the staff is going to be the staff is going to be in Indianapolis next week, looking at these players, talking about free agents. So. My guess is they're going to try to make this hire soon. I do wonder if it just does circle back to Denard Wilson. Like maybe they're just out there um, talking to different candidates to get their uh, their explanation. If, you know, there's that honest NFL site, which made the point. And I swear that honest NFL site seems like he has some connection to the Eagles. He either used to work, whatever. Like he, well, he said he, knows, he did. I mean, he says yeah. he did. Who knows? But he definitely says right. that he did. So he brought up the point that, you know, you can meet with these guys just to get their opinions. So maybe they do just circle, circle back to Denard Wilson. And Denard Wilson would check a lot of boxes. Denard Wilson knows the players. He knows what the building is like. He knows how Nick runs his offense. He's young, like never has done the job. So there's that inexperienced part. But there's the upside part of it too. So actually of all the remaining candidates, if I had to power rank them, if I had to power rank the remaining candidates, I'll probably go Denard Wilson, Sean Desaia, and then the Georgia guy would be my three. Cool. It's a good three.